Hey everyone, welcome and thanks for tuning into our podcast. Sometimes this is this is what re- resembles your life. Your life is like a, a, a series of movements of just moving the ball forward, trying to get from one place to the next. You pick up your work life, you bring it over, and you just kind of you know slam that thing down. And then you you gotta go back and 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 this is your you were carrying all these different things. You know, life gets busy. Life gets stressful. And we take this thing called our health and we're carrying around going, oh, I'm carrying this. And, and then it's just like, it, it doesn't end. You know what I'm saying? If you've got kids in your house, you've got to feed them. You've got to clothe them. How many know they get expensive in life? You know what I'm saying? Come on now, parents. Hello. And you pick up, oh, that's a heavy one, you know what I'm saying? And you're like, just, this is what we do. We go from one place to the next, you know what I'm saying? And then there's that big, stressful, it could be your health, it could be family, it could be your marriage, you know what I'm saying? You're just like, and my wife yelled at me earlier, and they just wake up with your legs. Oh, yes, praise the Lord, you know what I'm saying? And we carry all these things in life only to set them down to do what? To go through the motion again. Because once you've carried it to one place, you got to carry it back. We go through life, and it's a series of moments sometimes, and here's what happens. Our health, our life, our career, our spouse, our kids, and everything, we become so focused on the task. We become so focused on just moving things forward. We become so burdened by all these things. You know what I'm saying? We pick it up and we're like, oh my goodness, I'm sucking wind now. You know what I'm saying? And, and life does what? Life has a way of wearing you out. How many know life can wear you out? And sometimes wave at me. Come on now. And in the middle of it, you're just like, I am just like, I'm just faking it, but, but some of us are like, does anybody notice what I'm carrying? You know what I'm saying? We're walking through life. We've got this burden in our life and we've been carrying this thing. And for some reason, we think we got this. For some reason, we think I can handle this. Don't worry about, I'm just carrying it. You know what I'm saying? And it's on me. For some reason, we think we got to do all the work. And God's like, you know, the one thing you need is the one thing that you need. And it's rest. How many need rest? Oh, I need some rest after that. You know what I'm saying? How many need rest? How many many want rest in your life? Come on now. Let me help you out. Some Some people are like, well, rest is a vacation. It's me going on vacation and going someplace. And, and for some people, I've seen people post this. They're like, man, I need a vacation from my vacation. I need rest because all I did was, was move on my vacation. All you did on vacation was move from one place. I'm not even picking them up to the next place. And you just became this person that goes back and forth and back and forth. And, and we've got all this movement in our lives and we're wondering why we are weary. We're wondering why we are burdened. And today I want to help you out with the game of rest. How many want rest? Come on, clap if you want rest. Come on, shout if, you, if rest is in it for you. <sighs> Do you know why we don't find rest on vacation? Lena and I said this is our first service, and they're like, ouch. How many know why we, you know, you know what, Lena, come on, Lena, like, oh yeah, tell me, pastor, why don't we find rest on vacation? It's because we take a vacation from God. We forget to bring him with us. We forget that he is with us. We forget, we're like, man, I'm taking a vacation. We'd like check out of everything. And in the midst of it, we realize, wait a minute, we've got to realize that he is the source of rest. 
He is the one that wants to give us rest. So a negative gain is when we, we, we carry the weight and the burden. Come on, how many's ever moved before? Moved your house before? All by yourself before? You know what I'm saying? Like, like just you and the boxes. I think that's the worst plan on the planet. Anybody with me? You know what I'm saying? I don't like moving trucks. I don't like trailers. I don't like boxes. I don't like anything. Anytime I think about, man, I could sell this house and move into a smaller house. The one thing that stops me is moving. You know what I'm saying? The one thing that stops me is somebody's got to pick up all that stuff that I have acquired and move it from one location to the next location and then put it up in that location and store it and decorate it and do all that stuff. And I just think just in my brain, that's just too much work. That just wears me out just thinking about it. There was one moment in my life where I moved out of a house and into a storage unit in between jobs and, and, and moved in with family. Whoo, that was heavenly. Um, but, but I moved like everything on my own, everything. I figured out, you know, these movers that can move with these dolly looking things. I was like, give me one of those giddy up. Let's go. But there was a couple of things I couldn't move by myself. We had this thing called a treadmill. <laughs> I don't even use the thing. It's so heavy. It's on the second floor now. And I'm like, can I leave it with the house? I'm like, like the, the last, when we moved it, I'm like, I haven't used it in four years. I don't think I, I, I really, you know, last four years, it's there. I dust it. It's there. It looks good. You know what I'm saying? It, it looks like it's useful. You know what I'm saying? There's a spin bike next to it. I use that every once in a while. And then a weight bench next to it. I'm like, I use that every once. I feel good about it. It looks good. But, but that treadmill is heavy. Anybody ever try to move one of those before? It's insane. I'm like, are you kidding me? So I got people to help me with that thing. And when I realized that I needed help is to realize that, you know, we got to, there's that moments in our life when we've got to reach out and say, okay, if I'm going to find rest, then I'm going to, I've got to, I've got to realize that rest is scriptural. Rest is in the Bible. In Genesis chapter two, let me put it on the screen for you. So to make it easy for you, looking on the screen, Genesis chapter two, the Bible says by the seventh day, God had finished the work that he had been doing. What was he doing? He was working. Can you say that? Working. And on the seventh day, he did what? He, come on, say it. You can say it. Come on, he, come on, say it again. He, oh, God rested from all the work. Then God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it, he did what? Oh, come on now. He rested from all the work of creating that he had done. So God did what? God worked. And God did rested. He worked and he rested. He worked and he rested. So if God can work and God can find rest, then we've got to realize that I can work, I can do this, but I also can find rest. Our biggest struggle with finding rest. Here's your biggest struggle with finding rest. Our biggest struggle with finding rest is the very fact that, that we get so comfortable carrying the things in life. They become so accustomed to who we are. This is normal activity for me. I don't know about you, but I get it. I don't, I didn't, I don't like, anybody not like rest? Wave at me if you don't like rest. Wave at me think that rest is like lazy. You know what I'm saying? There's only, nobody wants to play today. Okay, so, so I'm telling you, there are times where I'm like, I didn't like rest. I always said this. I said, I want to burn the candle both ends in the middle. I'm going to burn out for Jesus. I'm going to do everything I possibly can. I used to say that. And then I realized that when I do that, I'm not the best person that I'm supposed to be. 
I don't show up as well as I should. I don't process the way things I should. I get irritated at times. Anybody ever get irritated when you're not rested? Well, if you got teenagers in your house, the reason why they're cranky is because lack of food or lack of sleep, okay? Lack of sleep is due to the excessive amounts of screen time that they have. And if you take away the screen time and you realize that they find sleep, then you find a much happier child in your life. Hello? And if you feed them other things than red things and sweet things, then then they might find themselves being less cranky. And some of you are like, that's me, pastor. What are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? I'm just that, I just, you know, I need, how many needs more rest? Shout one time if you need more rest. So, oops. When it comes to rest, We've got to realize that if God's plan is rest, then Jesus said this. We're going to focus on this. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. We're going to read three verses. Jesus said this. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you what? Ooh, say that again. I want you to get this. I want you to get this in your spirit because if Jesus said, come to me, all you that are weary and burdened, if he's the source of rest, he's going to give us rest. What are we supposed to do? Look at verse 29. It says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I'm gentle and humble in heart and you will find what? I'll say that again. Rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is life. Have you ever been in a place where life is heavy, that situations are heavy, that the burden is a struggle, that, that you're going through things and you're just, you're, you're just like picking the largest weight that's there and, and you feel like, oh my goodness, man, I'm just going through the motions at times. I'm just, I just got this huge burden and you are the one that's carrying it and you think it's holy to carry and you think you're doing the right thing. You're, you're the one who's carrying it for your business. You're the one who's carrying it as a parent. You're the one who's carrying it like, like this is what I gotta do. This is the responsibility that I have. But today when you look at scripture, God wants you to find rest. He wants you to realize that you don't have have to carry everything that you're carrying. Now that's a great place to praise him. Come on now. Sometimes we carry things that we're not designed to carry. And when we carry things that we're not designed to carry, those things that we're carrying are the things that wear you out. Oh, they're valuable. Oh, they're important. Oh, you're responsible for them. I understand responsibility. I understand that, that my responsibility is for everybody in this section, this section, that section, this section, that section, that back in the back section over there, and everybody in this section, that, that my spiritual responsibility is to shepherd you in a way that you grow. So when I, when I encourage you to rest, realize this is a God thing. This is a holy thing. This is something that you can do. This is not something that's outside of your realm. This is something that is designed just for you because God wants you to be the best version of you that you can possibly be. He wants you to win. How many want to win at this thing called life? So why do we at times feel like we have to do all the work? Why do we at times feel like, well, this is my burden. I'm going to carry it. And, and we, we carry it around like, like it's ours and everything. I'm, I'm just tired of carrying this thing. I need some help. Tim, can you help me? You're the closest gentleman. Oh, here we go. Come on. I think your wife volunteered you earlier, but, but come on up here. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to help me with this thing. So, so I just want you to pick up a ball. Okay. Super simple. 
Oh, you picked a light one. There you go. Bring it over here. And I want you to throw it down as hard as you can. You know what I'm saying? Two hands. There you go. And then do the same thing. Just keep going, okay? I'll come back to you, all right? Give it up for Tim. Come on now. <laughs> Pick with your legs, okay? <laughs> He's going to feel that in a minute. Look at me in, in verse 28. Jesus said this. He said, come to me, all you are weary and weight laden, and I will give you rest. Tim's going to find out what rest is here in a minute. <laughs> look, look at the formula. Look at what God says. This is, this is the invitation that Jesus says. It's an invitation to rest. He, he's inviting you to come to him so that you can do what? Find rest. You're like, where do I find rest in this kind of grind? Where do I find rest when all I'm doing, man, I got to pick up the kids. I got to go work on the house. I got to pay the bills. I got to, I got to fix that toilet, you know, that's clogged. You know what I'm saying? And all we do is we pick up one thing and we go to the next thing. And the entire time, what are we doing? We're focusing on the work of life. We're focusing on the rhythm of life. And Jesus steps into the picture and he says, hey, all you who are weary and heavy laden, everybody that's, that's going through life, understand this. If we would just come to him, we would find rest. So how many want rest today? Come on now. So if you're struggling, if, if you feel like you're about to sweat like Tim, and uh, if you feel like, man, life is hard right now, I want to encourage you. God's got a plan for you. And sometimes his plan is not what you design, what you think it is. His plan in the Bible, in scripture is this. When we, we go to God and we're like, okay, this is the big one. You know what I'm saying? We're like, like, let me pick up the big one. Here we go. All right, I got it. Ah. Sometimes we pick it up. We're like, God, I want you to do something. I want you to eliminate this, this weight that's in my life. And here's what he does. His design, his plan every single time is the church. Who's part of the church? Come on, wave at me, part of the church. All right, Lewis, come here. Come on, come on. Come on, Kevin. Come on, come on, come on. I need your help. I need one more person over here, anybody? Come on, Nick. Come on. Oh, we got Eugene. Come on, Eugene. Eugene was about halfway down the aisle. Come on down. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to carry his burden, okay? This is his burden. I want you to follow the same rhythm. Go ahead now. You just get to walk with him, you know what I'm saying? Pick one up. Oh, Lewis picks up the big one, you know what I'm saying? You got to move faster, you know what I'm saying? Because this is how fast he was going. Right now, slam it down. There you go. You can't set it down. Gotta, uh, there you go. Boom. There you go. Come on. Make it sound like. Now, the Bible says this. Let me read this scripture to you. When you're carrying a heavy load, sometimes our assumptions are wrong. We assume that we have to do all this. And, and now, now Tim's like, wait a minute. I got a break. You know what I'm saying? It's moving a whole lot easier, isn't it? Here's why. Paul said this in, in Galatians chapter 6. Carry each other's burdens, and in this way, you fulfill the law of Christ. How simple is that? Come on, let's give it up for these four guys on stage. Come on now. You guys are done. It wasn't that good. You're good? You're good? Tim's like, no, 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 no. How much lighter was it the second time? Oh, so much easier. So much? Why? I didn't have to do as much work. Come on now. Isn't that, isn't that what the gospel's all about? Amen. Come on, give it up for Tim one more time. He's like, I'm not sitting close to the front of the church anymore. So understand this. This, this, is where, this is where our assumption gets off sometimes. We assume that when we have a burden, and it doesn't matter how large that burden is, but we assume that when we bring it to God, God will eliminate the burden from us. 
This is what we want. We want him to eliminate it. We want him to take it away from us. We want him to take it off us. But that's not what Jesus is talking about when he's talking about rest. He's saying, come to me and I will give you rest in the midst of what you are doing. And his plan, if you look in Galatians, his plan is the church. His plan is that someone would come alongside of you and carry it with you. Classic um, situation that happened just recently. We have this, this thing called circles that happens around here at church. We're not a church of, uh, that just kind of talks about circles. We're a church that does life in circles. We want you to be a part of a circle. We have a pastor that's over circles. We believe that, that you are so much better together. You're stronger together. How many believe that? Clap if you believe that. So the greatest part of what we do at times is what happens outside of the building. And when the gospel's lived out outside of the building, it's lived out in the day-to-day. And I want to encourage you, there's situations that you can come alongside when we recognize. Now he says, carry one another's burdens. This is a commandment that he's given, carry one another's burden. How easy is it to see that burden that someone has and say, I'm going to carry it with you. I'm going to help you out in that. This happened in, I have a men's group that meets and, and um, one of the guys was like, yeah, and I, I, was, I was with him and he says, yeah, this is what happened. Guys in my group, man, my car was having some issues and they came over and they said, hey, give me your keys and took his keys and went to the auto parts store, bought some auto parts. I don't even know what they worked on, but it blew him away that they would care enough to carry the burden because he was stressed about what? Stressed about his vehicle. Stressed about moving from point A to point B. And these two guys fixed his car And like a classic man, I would have done the same thing. And I said, how can I pay you? And their response was, man, this is what we do. We take care of one another. And they walked out. When that story was shared to me, there was something inside of me that stirred so much. Because that's the gospel. That's what we're designed to do. We're supposed to carry one another's burdens. And when we recognize a burden that someone has, we're there to carry it with them. We're there to stand with them. Jesus doesn't eliminate it. It says this. He says, come to me and I will give you rest. How does he give us rest? If you look at the next verse in verse 29, he says, take my yoke upon you. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I'm gentle and humble at heart and and you will find rest for your souls. So my rest is not in the elimination of my stress. My rest is not in the elimination of of this burden that I have in my life. My rest is in learning how to carry the weight of life. I am not designed to carry the stress alone. I'm not designed to carry fear alone. I'm not designed to carry the pressure of, of parenting, being a good husband, of, of, of being a good steward all by myself. Listen, when Jesus gave an invitation to rest, it's not an invitation to a lazy life. It's not an invitation to an indulging life. The invitation that he gives is that, you know, the grind of life is going to happen, but he says, I'm going to carry it with you. I'm going to do it with you so you don't feel the the weight of it. What Tim says, said, man, I didn't have to work as hard because somebody else was carrying the weight. But there's a part of us that assumes that whatever is put on our lives, that, that we have to be the strong one and we have to take care of it. And I'm here to be your pastor and say, you don't have to carry it. 
The enemy wants you to carry it. We've been through painful situations. We've been hurt by people and we, we carry this weight and it's, it's visible on our hearts and our lives. And God wants you to be better at living. He wants you to win at living. He wants you to gain in life. So Jesus simply says this, come to me. And when you come to me, I'll give you what you can't get. That's rest. But when you take my yoke, Yoke is, a, is this device that, that oxen would, would run in and, and they would pull this, this huge weight behind him. And in those days, the farmer would take a really old ox and team it up with a young one. Because the young ones don't have a clue. The young ones don't have the experience. They don't know how to carry the weight. They don't know how to carry the stress. Understand this, in this church, we need five-year-olds and 90-year-olds. We need people that are just barely born again and people that have been born again for 50 years. We never despise the older generation, why? Because all of us are still learning. Boy, that's a great place to praise the Lord, come on now. God puts every generation in the church because every generation shows us how to carry different things in different ways. And the farmer would take that older ox and use it with the younger ox to do what? To learn, everyone say learn. See, Jesus, it's interesting. Jesus says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Be a disciple, be a learner. We see when, when I follow Christ, you know what happens? He gives me rest. When I follow him, he also allows me to be someone that someone else can find rest because they don't have to carry it alone. Look, look down the aisle. Come on now, look across the, the room. Realize there's people that you have no idea what their stories are. You have no idea what their stresses are, but that's what the body of Christ is designed for. That when we live in community, when we understand, we don't, we don't come in and sit down and get serviced and walked out and go, man, that was great music. And I don't know what pastor was doing all them balls on stage, but you know something? I like what I felt, you know what I'm saying? We walk in and, and we meet somebody and we realize, man, man, I'm praying for that person. I'm gonna encourage that person. I'm gonna remember what's happening in, in, in their lives when we, when we do life with them. See, rest is learning how to carry the weight. See, when I go to the gym, there's a gentleman that, that, will, that stands at the door and, and he's like, he always yells gains, gains. And half the time he'll say, pastor, you know, and he gets really excited and everything when I talk to him about what we're doing. And, and when I asked him, dude, he got really excited. He says, hey, if you can use that for the kingdom, you can use anything we have. I'm like, woo, giddy up, let's go. But he would sit there and go, pastor, you gotta learn how to, pick things up and, and he would sit there and go, it's just like this. And, you, you, and I'm just like, he's getting excited about what? About the form. See, the problem is some of us are causing so much pain in our lives because we've got poor form when it comes to picking up things that we're not supposed to carry. We're carrying these things and we're walking around and our, our joy tank is like sucked dry. Why? Because we're in so much pain from the way that we're carrying it. We're carrying it and, and it's causing us to feel defeated. When Jesus simply says, Come to me and you will find rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Don't be so hard-headed like I am at times. Like, well, I don't need to learn. How many don't like to learn lessons in life? How many had to learn a lesson more than once? Okay, I'm the only honest person. Come on now. Sometimes you're like, man, how many love learning lessons more than once? Ain't a soul in the building. You know what I'm saying? I wish I learned it right the first time. You know what I'm saying? Because the second time it's always like, I told you, you, there's this thought in your mindset, if I just would have learned. I'm so thankful that we have a God, that when we carry things that we shouldn't be carrying, 
that he stands ready and willing to carry it with us if we simply would take the step and come to him. Why do I want you to write your prayer request down? Because when you write it down, you own it. When you write down what your struggle is, you own what it is, and then you realize, wait a minute, I'm gonna bring it to him. I'm gonna come to him and coming to him, he gives me rest in that. And here's how that rest happens. He chooses to carry it with me. He chooses to, why does it get lighter? Because he's carrying it. Why does it get easier? The life is still there. The struggle is still there. The stress is still there. The pressure is still there. But guess what? Our focus gets off of what we're trying to carry and our focus turns towards the one who can carry it with us. So the moment that I realize that he wants to carry it with me is the moment that in the midst of the pressure, in the midst of the things that I'm trying to control that I have no control of, is the midst that I find rest in the middle. Oh, it's still there. The struggle's still there. Stress is still there. Life is still there. But you know something? He's greater than all those things. Is Jesus greater than all those things? Come on now. So I, I love the fact that Jesus is plain and simple. And when he's talking about rest, he just says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. And you what? And you will find rest for your souls. And then he says, he says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. See, there's, we've got to realize this, that when we say it's too hard, are we really saying this, Lord, it's too hard for me to carry? Are we really saying that when we say, man, life is too hard right now, it's so pressure filled right now. Are we truly saying that we're trying to do it on our own and live it on our own when Jesus says, come and come to me and I will help you and work with you in the midst of it? When he says, I will give you rest. If your yoke is hard and your burden is heavy, then we can, can we say it isn't his yoke? And it isn't his burden because I'm not allowing him to take part in it. See, we don't diminish the size of your stress or the, the pressure that life brings to your life because all of us live under different pressures. I know this for a fact. We all have pressure. We all have stress. It all has different varying degrees. What, what Dan and Abigail, the stress that they have to, to raise the funds that they do to get back to the place that God's called them to be is different from the stress that you have to, to figure out, okay, what's my child wanna eat for lunch? Or what are they, what, what kind of clothes, what kind of shoes do they want for school this year? You know what I'm saying? Completely different stress, but we all live under stress. The difference is this, faith is meant to be lived out every single day. So when I choose to live out my faith with Christ, he carries these things with me. Oh, it's still there. It doesn't disappear. It just means that I have a Lord and Savior who's willing to do what? Take my yoke and carry the weight of it. And it's in those moments that my yoke and my burden become easy and light because he's carrying the load. Let that sink in. If you're carrying the load right now, you ever move furniture before, like big pieces of furniture with several people? And you realize that there's a couple of guys in this group that's a whole lot heavier than you. And then you just kind of like, I think I'll let them carry the load. You know what I'm saying? Cause you know exactly what you're carrying. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's God sometimes. 
that I've got this huge load and I'm doing my part in it and I'm holding my part in it, but my part's really easy because he's carrying the brunt of the weight because he cares about me because his love goes before me. So I'm going to do my part, but you know something? He's going to carry the brunt of it. For some of us, we've just got to realize whatever you're carrying, let him carry some. If you would like to give to this ministry, simply log on to our website at oceanwaychurch.com or check out our app where you can give as well. Thanks for tuning in and be sure to join us again next week.